Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of the Level Up Podcast, where we will cover anything from gaming to tech to news, like general world news, I guess, to really whatever we want. My name's Gavin, and if you look right below me... I am Matthew. There you go. Uh, three words, but very strong words at that. <laughs> exactly, that's how I roll. So, since this is our first episode, it's I'm going to warn you guys to bear that in mind that it's our first episode so it may not be as good as i would hope it to be but you know what it i'm, I'm gonna say it's gonna be great scratch everything i just said it's gonna be the best thing we've ever done what do you say about that i like that i agree all right so i quick, agree <laughs> gonna a quick 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 to go through haven't used that word in a while uh, so basically the basis of this channel is really up in the air for now, mostly gaming focused as of right now. Uh, we have a couple videos up, go check those out, link will be down below. As long, along with the links to all the stories we covered today, those will also be down there. So, I guess that's really it. As long as you see those two videos, you'll know what this, uh, channel's all about. It's gonna be some <laughs> gameplay podcasts shows hopefully more to come in the future for now we're just going to stick with one podcast but you know we'd like to branch out yeah so <laughs> I, can't, I can't see so i don't know where i'm supposed to go i would i will just tell the audience i i agree with gavin it's going to be a media focus a media focus podcast last channel so games some some technology that kind of stuff so yeah just media focused yeah, exactly. Alright, so without further ado, what do you say we just jump right into our first story? Sounds good to me. So our first story comes from Neowin.net. Never heard of this site in my life. Yeah. Uh, like I said, link will be down below along with the other stories we cover. And this one goes over a slimmer Xbox One and another Xbox, codenamed Scorpio. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> which <laughs> yeah, would be a far more powerful xbox one coming next year at least that's what they say don't know mm -hmm. if i necessarily believe that with consoles yeah but we'll yesterday it emerged that microsoft is reportedly planning to add two entertainment devices to its catalog of products yeah. most likely they're gonna end up being under the xbox brand they're saying right now that one is going to be in the style of the chromecast or apple tv or sorry, not Apple TV. Uh, what's the other one? The other little, the other little stick thing. Amazon Fire, Fire Stick. stick yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the second one, so far, people are just calling it the Xbox Mini. It's expected to be more of like I said, the Apple TV style, like a little, little media cube type thing. It's it's pretty cool. I I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd yeah. consider picking up one of those up, depending on the price point. That is to at least test out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. So from what I've from what I've seen so far, because I have paid attention to this um, set of coverage a little bit, basically there's the two streaming devices. One will most likely be to stream your other Microsoft devices. I assume probably it'll be there's it will be an app for iOS and Android devices, but basically just like a Chromecast, but Microsoft branded. And then there will be the Xbox Mini, which is instead of one thing I've noticed is that Microsoft they don't want the Xbox just to be known as a console. They want the, mm -hmm. the Xbox the Xbox name will be a line of devices, so then maybe there'll be the Xbox gaming console. I doubt they'll call it that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, 
the second device, the Xbox Mini, would be towards aim to target, you know, the Apple TV, the Roku, stuff like that. So it'll be basically what the Xbox One is when it's not gaming is like a TV media living room device. That'll be what that's for. And then and then we have the two consoles. So you can chime in here too, but the Xbox Slim is basically going to be the exact same as the Xbox One, but smaller. So, like the Xbox 360 Slim, that'll, that'll be basically what that is. And then the Xbox Scorpio, um, we can talk about that now. Yeah, so, as the Microsoft has pretty much been saying since they <coughs> announced the Xbox One a few years back, they're trying to lean more towards Xbox being an entertainment platform altogether rather than just gaming focused. So it, it makes sense that they're going to be t releasing uh, media streaming devices like this. Yes. So the Xbox Scorpio, at least it's codenamed Scorpio for now, so far what we know is that it's going to support 4K gaming, which is kind of a given since the yeah. PS4 or the PS4K or Neo, whatever the name is yeah. that's being thrown around now, is going to yeah, be 4K. PS4 Neo is the codename right now, but go ahead. Yeah. Apparently, which is one of my favorite parts... It's going to support the Oculus Rift. So not only will you not need to spend thousands of dollars on a beast PC, a beastly PC, to run the Oculus Rift, you can run it in your living room off your Xbox once the yeah. Scorpio comes out. Assuming so, it's a relatively decent price. I would I would guess around five, maybe $600 for this I would first. Assume, yeah, since we're going towards the, the side of VR on the Xbox topic, I just want to quickly just with the Xbox Scorpio basically it's gonna be what the PS4 is PS4 Neo is said to be but for Microsoft so it'll maybe have a two terabyte hard drive 4k support for TVs then again everybody knows the difference between 4k on a PC and 4k on a console but you know <laughs> there's that um, and that's basically it just a higher-end um, Xbox that will have run the same games as normal Xbox ones so now on the VR side and I want to hear your opinion on this there is a lot of talk about VR coming to the PS4 and the Xbox One, but what's funny to me is that supposedly the P the the PS4 right now, when it, when Morpheus comes out for product for consumer to consumer purchase, only the PS4 Neo will actually run it well. Like apparently it's mm -hmm. going to look really crappy on the on the PS4. So on the Xbox side, it seems that instead of making their own, they're going to be partnering with Oculus. There's no like. I haven't found an article where they've said that, but that's what we've assumed so far. And yeah. I'm, I'm wondering on how that'll work, considering on PCs you need beastly graphics cards to even run um, VR games at like a stable frame rate. So I, I wonder on how that'll work with consoles. You know? So I, I feel, want to hear your opinion on that. I feel like that, if anything, since from what I've seen of Oculus Rift gameplay, you do need an incredible computer to play it. Hmm. They're going to make, for lack of a better term, a dumbed-down version of the Rift that'll be able to run on the Xbox. Yeah. If not, they'll, they may, kind of like what Samsung did with the Gear VR, how they partnered with Oculus and Oculus made sure, the yeah. VR headset, Oculus right. will probably make their own VR-specific Xbox One headset. Yeah. Which, either way, I think it'd be pretty cool, but... Yeah, I think, I think it'd be cool because, you're right, they are going to quote-unquote dumb it down because... Even though consoles are becoming more and more like PCs, and that's a whole other topic, maybe for another episode, um, yeah. they the whole point of consoles is ease of use. So I feel like exactly. it would definitely it would it would be a plug and play situation. Um, but who knows? We'll see. Because 
things on console these days have been more and more like PS PC, but again, that's for another topic, but back to you. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so one last thing on the Xbox VR. There are currently four developers that are supposedly making some sort of VR-themed appearance, including Battlezone VR developer Rebellion and 3D Rubber. And they're apparently going to be at E3 during the Xbox conference, which that'll be very interesting. We're definitely going to have to cover that in a future episode. Yeah. And before we cut off the Xbox topic real quick, um, Xbox One prices are cutting down to 299 and E3 is right around the corner. So if you, for some reason, didn't believe the idea of new Xbox consoles coming out, even if it's just a refresh model, there you go. There's obviously a reason that they're cutting prices. Yeah, I mean, E3's in a month, actually less than a month at this point, I think like two weeks as of this recording, uh, but it only makes sense that since there is so much speculation of a new console that they would drop the price ahead of E3, yes. ahead of the announcement, and with the announcement most likely being at E3, the launch probably will be sometime in the fall, I would guess November again. Uh, if not this year, next year. Definitely for the Scorpio will be next year, but the Slim model will most likely be this fall, would be my right. guess. Yeah. Because it has been three years since the next-gen, quote-unquote next-gen consoles came out. And that's been... I've had my PS4 for three years. It doesn't feel like it, but it has been. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that um, for the holiday season, definitely the refresh model will be available, and hopefully the, the higher-end 4K one will be too, but... At least the refreshed model, because they. I will say that a lot of people, like at least at release by now, I think everybody should know this. But there's a reason that they made it a, like the size and looks of a VCR. Like they, mm -hmm. they knew they knew what they were doing. You know, they they just wanted to have extra room for a refreshed model. Like look at the PlayStation, PS2s back in the day, they got super small, and then with the PS3, they had the slim and then the super slim. So yeah, I mean, exactly. Manufacturers, they they know what they're doing with the consoles. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's more money. All right, so kind of kind of taking a break from what I find are the very interesting stories, probably the most interesting stories of this episode, in my opinion. I just want to quickly touch on the fact that Intel is launching a 10-core Broadwell E processor designed specifically for gaming and VR, which I think. I think it's really cool, because I, I built my PC that I'm recording this on right now, mm. and I it's so satisfying to put all the parts together in a computer and have it turn on first try. There's just something so satisfying about it. I'm sure if any of you out there have built your own PC, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I'm looking to either upgrade this one that I have, or take some of the parts out and just start fresh, because it's not the best in terms of uh, a gaming computer. Now, it can handle some of the, most of the games that I played just fine, but I would like to hopefully be able to invest in, in this new Intel i7 because I want to get into VR. I really want to get into VR, mostly with the HTC Vive. I get yeah. the Oculus Rift would be nice, <clears> but <throat> from what I've seen, the Vive has way the better Vive, content. Yeah, the Vive is a better option if you're going for PC use. Like, it's, it's original As content. They, they have original games made for the Vive, which they are for the Oculus, but all I've seen is people using it with games like Euro Truck Simulator on Steam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, like, there's, like, Vive just looks so much cooler. 
you're not confined to your chair. It has like cameras set up in the corners of your room, so you could actually move around like you're in the world exactly. of the game that you're playing. And, and games are, are like actually optimized for the vibes, will not mm -hmm. just random ports to VR, which is almost just like Google Cardboard was strapped to your face. Like it's actually, yeah, yeah, and and it's made it's made by HTC and Valve. You can't go wrong with Valve. I mean, come on, Half Life Three confirmed. Yeah, hey, if you, if you didn't know about that yet, watch our newest video. You'll be sorely disappointed like I was. <laughs> it's still an interesting video, though. It's more than yeah, just go rumor. check it out. It, it is, yeah, just check it out. Check it out. So there, there's, there's not too much more on this CPU, as you can see. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. apparently what it's going to look like. It has up to 10 cores, which is insane. Yeah, I'll tell um, all the viewers out there, for those that don't know much about PCs and maybe they want to get into it, switch to console, this is, if you're looking for VR and you're not a PC gamer yet, then or just own a, own a custom built, you're still going to need a graphics card just because it's mm -hmm. quote-unquote gaming-oriented. It's not like it's replacing that. What it, It's just, I'm not saying I know a whole bunch about this stuff, but I do know about building computers, and I know that with the new X99 architecture with motherboards, it just allows for better overclocking. So yeah. The, the whole gaming and VR ready is mainly a tagline to get more money, but it's definitely a really nice processor. But those that don't know this as common sense, um, make sure you still get a good graphics card. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say if you're going with this CPU in particular and you want to do VR gaming, I would recommend nothing lower than a 980. Yeah, and then with the new... Preferably with, a 980 Ti, but... Yeah, but with the new crap cards coming out, the 1080 and oh, 1070, yeah. the 1080 and 1070 just came out. But even when the 1060 comes out, I would say 1070 or higher, or save some money and get like a 970 or something. Well, um, it's, it's, it's it's still like only a year old. So if if you're balling, go go for the Titan Titan X. Those those things they're like a grand a piece, but go for it if you can afford it. Yeah, obviously. I mean, if you have so much money, just just throw it away. Just give it give it to us. Support the channel. Yeah, because you're true fans. Yeah, I mean, we don't have a way to do that yet, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll make it happen, don't worry. Just throw, throw, throw the monitor, throw the, not throw the monitor, throw the money at your monitor. That's how it'll work. Yeah. Anyways, next one, segment. I have one last quick thing about the CPU. Uh -huh. Apparently, it can also capture 4K footage from phones and cameras, and then be able to edit them. No issue, no stutter, no anything. And that, 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 that pretty much sold me on this i7. If I could edit and render 4K footage without any issues, that's uh -huh. that's a selling point for me. Yeah. Not that I'll do 4K gameplay or anything like that, but it, it's good. It's good to have. Yeah, totally. All right, so so go, going back going back to Xbox One news a bit, this is a very Xbox-oriented episode, but that, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. I haven't got an Xbox One, but I want one. I, Gears of War 4 is right around the corner. I need to prepare for that. Yeah, I'm um, waiting for the I'm waiting for the Xbox, the basically the refreshed slim model. I don't need 4K mm -hmm. on a console because I really don't care about that. And there goes the dog. Sorry. Yeah. I, uh, I also don't need VR on my Xbox. I yeah. I have a PS4. I'm gonna go with the PSVR, most likely. Yeah, but I'm just excited for the new slim model. Keep it on my desk. Anyways, not to cut you off. Just want to throw that out there. Oh yeah. Right. Anyway, <clears throat> this next story: Fallout 4 mods. We heard about them coming to console pretty much when they announced the game last year at E3. And they're finally about to hit on the Xbox One next week. Mm. So, that that's a pretty big deal. First yeah. game to be moddable on a console, as far as I know. Um, 
on Xbox One maybe, but I know that Call of Duty has been getting modded and hacked for years. So oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I don't know if that. If I don't I I would, know. I don't know if that constant. I would categorize like, that as douchebag yeah. hackers, not yeah, not, and not like actually yeah. game enhancing. Yeah, I guess. I, mean, I, I guess, guess I would classify that differently. Yeah, but, but uh, I'm that's okay. Yeah, we're talking about modding, not hacking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very exciting. It's not as exciting to me because I have Fallout 4 on Steam, so I've had mods available since day one. I think, it, yeah, I think any PC gamer but, out there, or someone knowledgeable PC gaming, they understand that's not a big deal, but to the mm -hmm. console gamers that want to deal with the headaches of modding their, their um, console, then congrats, I guess. I don't know too much about um, how it's going to work, but I hope that they make like a special section on the Xbox Marketplace for mods. Because if they're modding, if they're releasing mods for Fallout 4, you better believe they're going to do it for other games down the line, like yeah. other Bethesda games, especially like the next Elder Scrolls. Mm. Please, God, have it be announced at E3. It won't be, but I can pray. Uh, yeah. There you go. Anyway, the 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 mods will obviously need to be created on PC, which that yeah. makes sense. That's a given. As usual. Yeah. But oh, actually, it looks like they'll be accessed via the main menu of Fallout 4. You'll log into with your Bethesda.net username and password, and then you'll see an interface that looks kind of like Netflix. And the I mods will be sectioned into various categories. That That's pretty cool. That is cool. I'm surprised how they would endorse that in their game, considering just with legal issues. I don't, I don't know. That's cool, though. That's, that's really cool. Make it even more easier for the console gamer. Yeah, I can't imagine the mods that are going to be as open as they are on PC. Like, on PC, yeah. anyone can go make a mod. I can go make a mod for Fallout 4 if I want. On Xbox, they're probably going to hire, I would say, third-party developers to do this. They're, they're not going to get Bethesda to do it, because they're clearly working on something. They're probably working on Elder Scrolls, I would hope. Yeah. But they're... Or patching Doom, whatever they got to do. Which, great game, by the way. Doom. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I've seen some gameplay on it, I haven't played it yet, but... Yeah, it's fun. It's good. Alright, so that's... That's all I really want to cover on this. I don't want to go too much into detail because this has been an Xbox-heavy episode as it is. And to counter that Xbox heaviness, let's talk about... Final story of the episode. Area. PlayStation Plus free games for June 2016 have been revealed. Now, mm -hmm. this this hits near and dear to my heart because I'm a PS4 gamer. Ooh, some nice games, too. I've been, yeah. I've been a PlayStation gamer since... PS One. I've PS1, had PS One, my first console. I've had yeah. everything except a Vita, but I I want a Vita. Trust me, I I want a Vita. Oh, that that could be another topic for the next episode because I believe in the Vita. I wish Sony did. I mean, <laughs> there's I I think I said yeah. Sony, not Sony, but P, the the Vita has so much potential and they just killed it. It but. does, but it's it not nothing's gonna come of it anymore. I mean, yeah, all the games that have been promised yeah. to be released on the Vita haven't, and they most it's, likely will never be. It's just an indie, I think it's just an indie game um, portable now, because all the stuff they were, like, talking about with, like, um, remote play, they added that to Android phones now, so it's not really exclusive to the Vita anymore. Yeah, they added it to PC but, and Mac, yeah. too. You can now remote exactly, play your yeah. PS4 on your computer, which I tried. It actually works fairly well. As long as, yeah, I would just make sure, unless you're hardwired in... Yeah, you, you have to have don't a play, stable yeah, internet. Don't play anything competitive, but it's no. still pretty awesome yeah i tried it with mlb and it was still a little laggy but anyway getting back yeah. to this so as to be expected the end of each month is when they usually release the list of the free games for playstation plus so this will go over the games coming out to ps4 ps3 and ps vita owners 
So, beginning on June 6th, PS4 gamers can download NBA 2K16 for free, which I think is awesome. I mean, That's I, a big game, yeah. I already have that game. I bought it a while back when it came out, but it it's a fun game, so that's awesome for those who haven't been able to play it. Yeah. Now, other than that, the other PS4 game in the PS lineup is Gone Home, which mm. I have heard amazing things about. Yeah. I, I'm definitely going to have to download that. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm downloading that as soon as I see it on the PlayStation Store. I've heard great things. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that a lot of the time with these, not just PlayStation, but also, like, like back when I had a 360 before the one came out, and they were doing the the um, Games for Plus, or whatever it was called. Um, oh, it was, yeah. It's like these kinds of, they mainly just pick really, really old games and then really, like, any titles nobody knows about, but this seems like a good selection, like NBA 2K16, that's a new game, and then Gone Home, I've heard amazing things about, and I usually have nothing to do with indie games, so... Dude, I'm... Uh, don't get me started on indie games. I They're yeah. my, they're probably my favorite. I probably like them more than most AAA titles at mm. this point. I mean, I, there's a lot more character. You can Especially once I switched to PC gaming, it was like a whole new world of just like... I don't know. Just a lot of games. Tr- there have been a lot of AAA titles in the past couple of years that have just been so disappointing. Yeah, definitely. Although, Uncharted 4. I mean, come on. That game's incredible. Yeah. Alright, so jumping to PS3. They'll have a few new games to download. One of them is going to be Echo Chrome, which I have heard of. Don't heard of know that, anything yeah. about it. I know it's a. Sure. They say here it's an artsy puzzle game, which sounds pretty interesting. I like I like puzzle games, but I don't have a PS3, so. Yeah. And then. Plus, there's some PS Vita games too. Um, oh, yeah. There's yeah, there's God of War: Chains of Olympus, and I Ooh. used to have that game on my PSP. Great game. Two thousand, really good game. Yeah, or I forgot what they called. Game. Yeah, the PSP. I used to have that, and. Yeah, great game. So, if you have a PS Vita, if you're one of the few out there that actually have one, then <laughs> sorry. Um, I, I wish you had more, um, but there, there's that. For there you. is one last game coming to the PS Vita. Now, this game was originally a launch title for the Vita when the system released back in 2012. Little Deviants. Mm. That I have also heard of, and I've heard amazing things about that game. Oh, I've seen this game, yeah. Um, yeah, it didn't earn... The critical acclaim, like everyone thought it would, but it—it's a great game, from what I've heard. And of course, these games will be added to the lineup of free PS Plus games starting on June 6th. So players have until that time to download May 2016's free games for PlayStation Plus. So be sure to go do that before they're gone. And one quick yeah. tidbit about this whole PlayStation Plus free games of the month thing—I think it's just incredible. I mean, when yeah. Rocket League first came out last summer. That was free on PlayStation Plus, and you better believe I downloaded that and played yeah, the crap out of it to the point where I bought it on PC again. That's how much I support those developers in that game. It's so good. All right, so that was today's podcast. Um, thank you for watching. Uh, our links are down below, social media links, as well as all the link to every article we covered today. Um, every single one. Yeah, every single one. So thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed our first podcast ever. Um, it was, it was a lot of fun. It, I, yeah. I enjoy podcasting. It just yeah, kinda... I think it's fun, yeah. Um, yeah. Even with the little mess-ups um, in between with cuts. Um, yeah, you, the, you, the guys, you guys, guys don't, don't know, that. thank God. But we yeah, have to that see fear that. and that horror. Yeah. But it's not too again, bad. Um, I'm, just, I'm excited for the future of Level Up. Um, more, me- more media. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Skype delay, so I, can't, I don't mean to um, interrupt you. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. You, you do your okay. thing. You do your I, uh, thing. 
Yeah, and by the way, for future episodes, if you ever see us cutting over each other, I'm not rude, I promise. It's Skype. I'm going to blame it on Skype and Microsoft. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm excited for the future of Level Up. I am excited for a lot of gameplays and just media as well as just more podcasts. Um, so expect that, and as well as like game news coverage. So mm-hmm. anything else you want to add? Um, I, I was thinking if this podcast gets enough traction behind it after let's I'm just going to do a random uh, point. Let's say after 10 episodes, if enough people like it, possibly going to start streaming it live on YouTube. I can see that, yeah, definitely. Gameplay I mean, gameplay will be streamed on Twitch if we do any of that, just because yeah. it's it's more for gaming. But something like this, I would rather stream this on YouTube, so it'll automatically be there. And then you can edit right on YouTube, too. So Yeah, I think for podcasts... I think for podcasts, YouTube live streaming has really improved. I think if you're a gamer, I don't I don't believe in YouTube gaming yet. I think Twitch mm-hmm. still has the still has the lead there, but I think yeah. it will for a while now, ever since Amazon bought it. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of that. We're ending this episode. Real quick, this will you will be able to find this on our channel on YouTube. You're obviously watching it there now. It'll also be on iTunes and Google Play, so look for it there. It'll probably be on Google Play first because I've never messed with iTunes like that. I've, Apple's usually finicky, so I'll put some. I'll put placeholder text there until, and then I'll update it with the link once it's actually up on iTunes. Anyway, go check out our other videos. Subscribe, follow us on Twitter. See you guys in the next episode. See ya.